mean, you guys are north of a 2 million run rate at that point, just in your enterprise cohort. We're not quite there because we're a little landing Close. scan. We're actually right just about at the 1 million ARR. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Jen Grant. She's the CEO and has led Appify, an enterprise rapid app development platform since February of 2020. Previously, she spent 15 years in enterprise software as CMO of Looker. You guys remember we had those guys on back before the sale. Elastic and Box, all billion-dollar outcomes. She's also spent four years at Google leading marketing teams and holds degrees from Wharton and Princeton. Jen, you ready to take us to the top? I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> we were just reminiscing because we had a, had you on back in October of 2020. You had 45 customers, 200 grand in ARR. You were just getting going. What's yeah. the update? Has the product changed? Yeah. So it, it it almost everything has changed. So I'd say the first thing that changed, and you know, I think this is really great for your audience because this is exactly how a startup early stage kind of growth happens, where we sort of started out saying, "Yes, this is for SMBs. This makes sense." Let's do volume. Let's get insights. 400 bucks a month was your average ARPU back then. Right. Our ARPU was pretty low, but oh, we were going to get the volume. And what we realized in the last two years is that the product itself really speaks more to an enterprise play. And as we started really digging in and finding that product market fit, it was much more useful for larger enterprises. So now we're our average selling price is 100 25k where you know we're, we closed a big 336k deal you know this is, like is that your biggest year. annual contract right now 350k something like that yeah yeah exactly wow. so we've got these big big contracts and of course you have to change your entire uh the way you run the business because instead of this sort of fast volume like get them up and running you have these longer sales cycles there's like 10, 15 people at the company, you're meeting multiple times to sort of get everybody on board. You sometimes have to work with procurement and, you know, legal and contract negotiation. So it's a, it's a complete, like, it is a different business from what it was two years ago. So exciting. And it's absolutely the right thing. But it was funny when I listened to the podcast again, I was like, holy yeah. crap. This is wild. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever interviewed someone where in a two-year span, they've gone from an average ARPU, monthly ARPU of 400 to 10,000, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So so how do you turn off all the small companies without pissing them off and getting negative G2 reviews? Yeah, no. And that's that's been one of the challenges. And I think I would give us maybe like a B plus. (laughs) So we have a couple of, of our smaller customers. They're up and running. They're super happy. We continue to support them. You know, when they have a bug or they have a question, we're there. Um, but there were plenty of, and one of the reasons we shifted to enterprise, there were plenty of SMB customers that didn't really have the resources for an app building platform. Like they just didn't have time to build apps. And so, in yep. some cases, it was very easy to say, like, "Hey guys, you know, you never really built an app, so let's be friends." And <laughs> And in some cases, we pointed them to other products that we actually thought were better fitted for an SMB, a simpler solution. That Which was would more... be what? My audience will help understand what you do based off that analog, like a web yeah, flow or so something? Some, some of the ones we think about are GoForms is a great example. Huh. So it's a much simpler kind of app. 
and but is faster to get going. I believe you can even upload a PDF and all of a sudden you have an app. So and and that's the kind of thing that many of our SMB customers, that's all they need. They they just wanted to go from paper to an app that does a whole lot of great for their business. And for us, what we started to realize is the the some of the value that we were offering is that we can um from a technical standpoint, we can integrate into multiple data systems and we can create apps that have data from Oracle and SAP and Salesforce and Zendesk. And the minute you say that, you realize like no SMB gives a crap. They just want their one thing. But every enterprise has that issue with these data silos everywhere. And, you know, they we often hear from uh companies that they say, oh, you know, my HR onboarding, first I have to log into Workday, and then I log into this specialized onboarding system, and I fill things out, and then they have to log into this other system. And so this idea of like, great, build an app that makes it really easy for the user, and the in the background where nobody can see, it'll deal with the fact that that data goes to this system, that data goes to that system, and all of this sort of complexity that typical enterprises have in their technology stack. So that was really the like insight was like, holy crap, we have this That's a shift. Great, great thing for enterprises. That's a shift. You know, not as useful how, for SMB. How many now? How many, if you do, ignore SMB, how many enterprises would yeah. you say you're working with now as paying customers? We've got about 15 enterprises. So it's still, okay. you know, that's the other change is that when you're, uh, when I was at Box, for example, we were constantly saying like, you know, 15,000 customers, and then we had 100,000 customers, and then we had 8 million, you know, it's like you have these really big numbers of all these customers, and you're in the enterprise, and you're like, 15, yay! Yeah. 40 <laughs> customers that pay you a million a year is a great business. Exactly right. And so you have to kind of reset your expectations and what you count, and you start saying, okay, well, what's our average selling price? Like when we have 15 and our average selling price is somewhere between 150 and then expanding to these 350K deals, like that's not so bad. <laughs> so yeah. we'll be okay with that. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, now, you know, can I take those 15 customers times 13 grand a month? I mean, you guys are north of a 2 million run rate at that point, just in your enterprise cohort. We're not quite there because we're a little landing Close. scan. We're actually right just about at the 1 million ARR, which we're really oh, excited. Okay. Like Fair literally enough. we're like, just about to go ding and get well, that. We're having you on at the right moment then. So you're yeah. still expanding some of these accounts, maybe more. So yeah. what is that expansion look like? Why would someone pay you 10 grand a year versus 350? Is it seat-based expansion, feature-based expansion, something else? Yeah, it's seat-based. So what we're seeing is at one great example, one of our older customers, they started, they built one app and they had about 250 people using it. And then they built their second app and they added additional 300 and there was some overlap of app users. And then they added, now they're at five apps and they're, just shy of a thousand users. So that was one where we landed small and then grew over time. Nowadays, I'd say in the last six months, I hired uh, an enterprise VP of sales. So that also changed our selling motion. So we're landing a lot bigger in the last couple months. The deals that we're looking at, we would land more at the 100,000 range. And then the expansion is like, oh, and then we'll get to 400,000 or those though, that kind of range where we're like, okay, 1,500 users or... Yep. Our biggest deal right now is 8,000 users. So that one we were like, woohoo. Okay. Very cool. <laughs> Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. 
We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. You mentioned the recent higher enterprise sales. How many folks are full-time on the team today? Uh, we're still pretty small. That's one of, and you know, as you, I'm sure have heard from other entrepreneurs and you're, everybody's reading in the news, this is not the market to go crazy. And we're sort of feeling a little lucky that we've kept it tight. So we're at 35 people today yep. and yep. we kept our sales team to two SDRs and we have an AE and then our VP of sales, he actually sells. So we just have those four. And so then two, we have, so two SDRs, one yeah. AE, and then one yeah. head of enterprise sales. Then the head of sales. Yeah. Okay. The other reason for that is that we found this whole, um, and this is really rare for a startup, but we found this uh, channel to use. So the second thing that's interesting that we sort of discovered about Appify over the last two years is this ability to connect into any data source works in kind of a white labeled powered by Appify way. So we did, we announced it in April, we did a deal with a software company called CSG okay. to stick Appify on top of their software and give them a mobile app, like a well-formed mobile app that they can build. And then long-term, they want to build other apps and they want to have this sort of platform capability connected into this sort of robust data source that they've built over the last 20 years. So that's your go-to-market. That's your unique channel, this partnership and strategy. Our, right. And so then we kind of white label it, give it to them. They do a lot of the work and they have the sales reps that are out there selling. And so that also allows us to, to stay lean, um, which in today's market turns out is a really good thing. <laughs> yes. No, that makes tons of sense. Now you raised eight, nine, 10, 11, 11 and a half million-ish, right? Nothing else raised yeah. since 2020, right? That's right. Yeah. So we're still kind of running on that. And like every other startup, we're looking at our road or runway and saying, okay, are we okay? And well, what you know, do you optimize for right now? Right now, where we're at, are you trying to plan for 24 months runway, 36 months, something else? We're planning for a year runway because it's okay. OEM deals. We don't actually need to hire any more sales because of the, um, the kind of awesome expansion effect of the channel. So we're we're able to kind of grow the way we want to grow without actually adding headcount. And so we yeah. kind of like we need that year to sort of say, okay, let's sell the crap out of this. Um, and that gives us some of our engineering innovation will continue, but we also are sort of like, okay, let's just go sell the crap out of this yeah. for the you know, six. So say, Jen, so with, thir with 35 employees, I don't know where you're based in the States or maybe not even in the States, but if you, if you have an average, I mean, it's an average salary of $120,000 per year for 35 employees, that's a $4.2 million expense. So yes, you feel like you've be. got, <laughs> yeah, you're not so that high we, though. Yeah. Most of our folks are in Bangalore, India. So ah, we okay. do have a large, that's where our engineering is. So it's also very efficient. Um, yeah. Cut they, that in, cut that in half and your, your annual headcount is probably something more like million, two million, something like that, not four. Exactly right. Yeah. So, so we're able to get a lot of efficiencies as well since our customer success and our um, engineering and support are all out of India. And we have then two we, minutes left. Teach me about that. How did you find yeah. the anchor point in India to hire that first engineer yeah. and customer support rep? Yeah. And I, and I think that's a great, great 
point. It's hard. I would say not for the faint of heart. If you don't know someone in India already who has been there, done that, it's not a good strategy as even though you look at the financing and you're like, wow, that would be great because it turns out it's actually really hard to hire in India. Um, it takes three months. So even when someone accepts a job offer in India, they have to stay in their current job for three months. And very often they shop your offer. So <laughs> They accept your offer, they shop it, they may find a better offer. And three months later, when you're dying for this headcount to start, they're like, just kidding, I'm going somewhere else. So it's very painful um, and hard. And what makes it work is those anchor people. So in our case, our founder, our CTO is originally from India. Uh. He spends, you know, maybe six months, three months a year out there. He's wonderfully charismatic. So he goes out and everybody gets excited and, you know, pumped up. And, and so he is able to bring in people from his network as well as excite the team we have. And so that's been, a, that's been able to, and even then we, we still have people that don't show up on their first day of work. Yeah, no, that's, that's an art. Crazy. Yeah. It's an but art it, form. Yeah. It's a good strategy, but it is not, you know, you, you can't, walk into it thinking, oh, I'll just hire people in India and it'll be fine. You've got to have those anchor leadership there to make it work. Guys, Jen, on that note, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, last business book you read. Oh, it's still Simon Sinek. So okay. latest. Start with why. Yeah. Start yeah. with Number why was the first and the the leadership ones were the next one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Oh, that's a really good point. It's so hard nowadays. They're making documentaries about everybody and how they're all crazy. And so I like yeah. hesitate to give you an answer on that one. I can't even say anyone right now. What would the title, if Aaron Levy has a video yeah. made about him on Netflix, what would the title likely be? Oh my God. Crazy young people. <laughs> Here you go. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Appify? Um... I, you mean as far as the apps that are built? No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Tools you use to build the business. Oh, to build the business. Absolutely. Calendly. Yeah. So useful. <laughs> yeah, good one. Number uh, four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I'm good. I get eight hours. Oh, it's wow. And your, that's a great. What's your situation? Married, single kids? Married, four kids. Wow, you're busy. Okay. And uh, do you mind me asking how old you are? I am not 50. I'm 49. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Very. That's a big, exciting birthday. That'll be fun. Hope you celebrate. <laughs> All right, Jen, uh, take us home here. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, I think I wish I knew not to take everything so seriously. I think <laughs> when we're 20 years old, everything is like the world is ending. It's not. It's Things are good. Things are bad. It's all going to be fine. <laughs> Guys, really impressive story here. Appify helps enterprises launch apps, manage them, data in and out, all of that stuff. I've never had an interview where over a two-year span, I interviewed Jen two years ago. She was doing $400 average ARPU across 45 customers. She's now doing well north of that. So now I'll call it 30, 40 customers, but they're paying much, much higher ARPU. She's more than 10x the average contract value moving to the enterprise. And her total revenue has gone from about a quarter million up to about a million dollar run rate today. She's celebrating passing that metric, which is a big one, very exciting, without raising new capital between that period, which is really fantastic. So Jen, we're rooting for you. Thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you. Great. Great to meet. See you again.